Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello everybody and welcome to the last watch of Furious 6, a movie we struggled to actually watch this time, despite me paying $4.99 USD to rent in standard definition I, to watch today. I, again. I, don't, um, I don't rent these movies, I buy them. If you Fuck go into yeah. my YouTube movie library, mm-hmm. you will see Fast 6 through 9 yep. all sitting there. Like cars in a garage, yeah. waiting to be opened up and driven around. You're the Jay Leno of collecting Fast and Furious films. In a sense, I am. Yeah. And in a sense, I understand what it would be like to be a classic car collector or car collector in that naturally you would fall in love with a, a new piece of equipment. Um, the first time you drive it, you think, wow, this is a good fit. This feels like me. Or you might even drive it and think, uh, I'm not sure about this, but I'm Jay Leno. I've got yeah. infinity money. I'm going to buy it anyway. Why wouldn't I? And then, you know, with each f- f- further drive, you'd, you'd learn more about the car and your relationship to it. Because there's ludicrous Chris Bridges. Chris Ludicrous Bridges. <laughs> Chris Ludicrous <laughs> Bridges. No, it's Chris Ludicrous Chris Bridges. <laughs> Ludicrous, Chris. Uh, he says, you know, you got to you got to form a relationship to it, yeah. and you can't just I, buy from the catalog. It's a relationship you build when you. Build so the car. I, I feel now I have a sense for. So, do are you? Do you sound weird to you, or is it just my headphones are fucked? I guess I can be uh, a little bit random sometimes. <laughs> uh, beep bop, beep bop. Oh, no. He's getting his own spin-off on CBS, everybody. It's a nightly show about yeah. the struggles of being a stand-up comedy at night. And uh, the world's most random kindergarten teacher at day, yeah, and these it. kids are driving me crazy. Bleep, blop, blop. Oh my god! It is made for the <laughs> the Christian like heartland Americans, the only people still watching television, mm. like network TV. I've got to say something. Like some executives like there's only one demo left who aren't on these streaming services, and it is people who are terrified <laughs> of sexuality of seeing a midriff on a woman. I ankles. A band, so we're going to commission Guy Montgomery to make a is sitcom there, where he is a kindergarten teacher. Is there a subgenre of Christians who like? He's God fearing, yeah. And he's kid respecting, yeah. And we love that. 
God fearing is an F A R I N G. I'm sailing on God. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm high on the power of God. And what I was trying to say before that, yeah, is I look, I I open up the garages six, seven, eight, nine. I open up the four garage doors that I've got these vehicles and these Fast and the Furious franchise vehicles in, and yeah. I look at them and I think, you know. I'll keep you in there because mm. there might be a time that either I want to drive you or I want to let someone I know drive you again. But, you know, from how I feel right now looking at you... possibly be the case. I'm never going to fucking drive these cars. No. I'm never going to drive them again. It's interesting you bring up the classic cars thing because I was like, yesterday, yeah. I was I was. Can I ask you about somewhere. your troubles yesterday? Did they seem like they were quite a, a way away? Yeah, they're... Uh I don't know the rest of the words to that song. Well, they now, seem so far it, away. Yeah, but now how does it feel? Does it feel as though they're here? For the world's biggest ever band, pretty dog shit. Oh, fuck off. Bottom you can only... fucking low-hanging fruit lyrics in terms Are of rhyming me? shit. Are you kidding me? No wonder they got so many albums out the gate. It's just like, one, two, three, four, get on the floor. Okay. What rhymes with far away? Oh, no, 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 Today. no, 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 no. You can't, like, talk, you can't talk about us like that. It's like writing a song where it's like the cat sat on the mat wearing a hat. It's no, like, boom, it's not, that's the Beatles, it's not. baby. You can only make this much fun of it because of how like uh, far-reaching the impact of such simple lyricism has been. I don't know about that. But what I do know McCartney about... McCartney wrote it alone, by the way. Maybe you're more of a Lennon guy. Oh, that track in particular? Yeah. Um, well, that's probably why it's dog shit. He needed what? Lennon. No. <laughs> no Actually do you know what he needed Lennon Because <laughs> that guy has too much money um, So I was walking around No I was on my bike yesterday Around these parts Don't dox me bro And uh, oh, yeah. there was a classic car And I was like Who are these dickheads with the classic car But it was an old Like quite an old guy driving it And I was like Now that's correct That feels right That feels fully right And he looked like he was having such a good time I didn't know the car. It was like some weird Italian car. Hey. And the license plate was like the same name as the make. Did it say Mamma Mia? <laughs> yeah, that was the name <laughs> of the car. It was a it's pepperoni funny. Mamma Mia yeah. from 1971. Think, don't you think Greek culture kind of appropriated the term Mamma Mia with the, with the um, ABBA movie? Oh, like it's supposed to be Italian. <laughs> yeah. This is a good fucking point, man. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. And the Swedes are kind of behind it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Yeah. My sister went to the ABBA Voyager concert, the one with the holograms in London. I don't really know about this at all. Does like, that were any of them performing? No, nah, it's holograms. And it's in like a... Here's me naming the members of ABBA. Is he throwing up? Rufus is in the house. Serge. Gorman. Uh, it is those two. It's a duet. That's ABBA. There's four. Um, two broads, two fellas. Uh, Abigail, because <laughs> that's where the name comes from, and um, Svetlana. I don't know any of the names, but I guarantee I'd be anything. It's not those. <laughs> I actually have a message I need to get to as well. I've got a bit. Oh, I've got, oh, a, bit got, on the, got, I've got a, a bit on the board. I've got a few tabs open. So your sister went to this Voyager. Yeah, Abba so it's Abba performing in. Um, and this pertains to Furious Six. Well, because I could either talk about Furious <laughs> 6 or this memory that's not mine. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, and it's like it, it, it's in a venue that was built specifically for this show, for Whoa. this like hologram show. Okay. And apparently it, it, her only criticism was the set list. Wow. It's a sensation. 
Wow. It looks... Wow. Wow. So real. Wow. Um, is it the future, do you think? I think, it, I, th- I think it is. I mean, does this raise questions? Do you know what people love to say now? It raises a lot of questions. Mm. How about try answering yeah. two right. Also, yourself. how about when you shut down some of that curiosity in your little mind? It yeah, doesn't just, need to raise any questions. shut up, man. Just Move listen on. and fucking, it's all good. Don't think it's too hard. It's not what you have to worry about. You, do, you don't have to worry about what, you know whether the future of live entertainment is in holograms. Because yeah, it's not your thing, no. man. What do you do? Just what look do after do? the lawns. Make sure the lawns are, yeah. are mowed. Are you a groundskeeper? You and you're talking about holograms? Yeah. What do you think? You don't have to be a groundskeeper. You just have to have a lawn of your own. How would you feel if like your if it was all asphalt, but you could get a holog like you could buy from Samsung or whatever, like a little projector and it projects like a perfectly mown lawn across the I'm asphalt. I'm kind of fine with that to be honest. Yeah? Yeah, there's like I think there's I don't think we'll do it anytime soon because we're sort of not smart enough. But you know, we need to think about what 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 we can do in terms of space. Because you just people who have big houses, right? They don't need a big house. It's just a nice feeling to have a big house. So, but you can replicate the feeling of having a big house through trickery or like VR or having yeah. like. You know, even the most rudimentary version of this is people put a mirror in a room to make it look more expansive, right? Yeah. It's just a mental trick. So what if yeah. you had a That's big... That's why I broke a hundred... I broke a hundred mirrors before I figured that out. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you get walking into them <laughs> yeah, thinking kept, you were going like, somewhere. You were like, who's this good looking guy in this room? That house is massive. Who's that motherfucker looking at me? And I, char- <laughs> I charge at him. Like a bull in a china shop. A guy well, versus a mirror. Like that but dog with But we could do that with screens. So just put a screen up. You know, in your tiny apartment and it looks like there's a walk-in closet, but there isn't. And it just gives you a mental space. I tell you who's going to be... doesn't need to exist. I tell you who's going to be pitching that idea. Who's that? Billionaires with massive houses. We'll be like, no, no, no. You don't need a bigger house. That's the problem, eh? You need to buy the screen I've developed. The motherfuckers (laughs) with the big house telling you you don't need one. Yeah. They're like... Live in a shoebox and tell me that's cool. Yeah. Why, yeah, why don't you tell me from a tiny home? Hey, Zuckerberg, also, why like, are you covering your kids' faces on your Facebook pictures if the rest of us are supposed to be putting our kids' photos up? I was thinking I want, to, I want to re-watch The Social Network. Same, actually. I'd love to watch that with you. I would love to watch that we with you. We should smoke some weed and watch that with good I sound. I know. Oh, that would, be, that would be so nice. What were my other tabs? I had a message to read to you. A message. What is this? Family time with no, Tim and Guy? Well, it's just interesting because we had a bet in the and I still owe you twenty huck, twenty dollars. Do you know what hard. else you owe? From the live show that we did, <laughs> look at this face. Those who subscribe on Substack just saw a moment of realization go across guys. I don't, I don't face. know what you're about to say. Don't you need to watch Sex in the City uh, two like a few times in a row? Because you never did that. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you do it? Yeah. Oh, you ordered me a bunch of sushi. I had COVID-19. Oh, yeah, you did have COVID. It was during lockdown. Yeah. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. You look terrified, though, just then. Yeah. You have power over me sometimes, and I hate it. I got a message on Instagram from someone named Ben. Hey, Ben. Guy. Oh. Timo's you 20 bucks. From... This is Ben from Killian. Yeah. The Rock has somewhat famously lied about his height for years. He used to be billed as 6'2 and is now claiming 6'5. There's a lot of pictures of him next to athletes with known heights and he seems firmly in the Guy Montgomery height class. Ben out. 
Fuck yeah, dude. So, I mean, I, I guess I, it's, you know... The, I'm happy to um, be proven wrong on that. Are you? Yeah, because it'll, like, hamper his chances of becoming the president. You've got a better shot if you're taller. So, The Rock being 6'1", six, six, wouldn't it be great if he was 5'11"? What if we gave each other $10 to split the bet? Love it. We've shaken on it. I'm going to have to withdraw it. Yeah, and they'll probably charge you for that. But yeah, they do. I got you seen t- these new ATMs popping up around the place that are fee-free, but they do all the banks? No. I'm trying to figure out what the fucking scheme is here. Someone. Something's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, they yeah. popped up all of a sudden and they're everywhere now. And I'm like, what's the fucking go here, yeah. guys? Who's, what's going on? Who's this helping? Someone's, <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> someone's paying for this. It might not be me directly, but I feel like I am well, somewhere. So there were two things I wanted to say, two of the tabs that I remember having open. I'd love to hear them. Number one was you were talking about how these God-fearing Midwesterners are the only people watching terrestrial television. Mm. I was in Brisbane uh, on the it. weekend just been. I filmed my comedy show, the hour I've been touring this year. I'm going to release it on YouTube. It's Your a lot Fred of fun. award-winning show. The Fred is the highest comedy honor New Zealand can bestow on a comedian. And I tell you this, and I'll say it with pride. It won the best best in show at Sydney as well. Yes, this, this is a, a two times over. This show's been adjudged. Listen, good. It's good. But I was in. I was doing the show, and there's a point where I ask if there are any teenagers in, and there were all sorts of teenagers down near the front. Oh, and I said, because I never assumed people who are teenagers would come to my show. I said, how do you? How did the teenagers know about Guy Montgomery? And and they said they know about me from terrestrial. Te- this is in Australia, mind you. Oh, they know about me from terrestrial television. They watch a TV show there called Have You Been Paying Attention? That's saw you on there. And I said, what are you doing? <laughs> you were supposed to be the future. <laughs> yeah. What are you watching <laughs> fucking network TV for? God damn. Did but you get their asses? I didn't really. I, I mean, people you laughed just at them for that, but I was like, this is... Befuddled. I was, I was blown away. I didn't think there was anyone out there doing that. Yeah. What are you watching? Me? Streamers. I've been on what YouTube. What am I watching? I'm watching nothing. Yeah. I finished off The Boys oh, on Amazon Prime. Good times. Which I've been gifted by my like internet provider or something for six months. So I was like, I should go and check out what's good on that. Amazon Prime. I'm actually on, I'm watching Deadlock on that right now. I started reading a book on Amazon Kindle. So I'm just in the, <laughs> I'm in the pocket. I'm actually listening to a book on Amazon Audible. Yeah. So You're listening to the book version of my favorite documentary ever. Or that, sorry, yeah. they made a documentary from the book. No, no, I'm I'm listening to just the just the just the words, just the words of the doco. Just of the doco, yeah. It would work, probably. It actually would. The book's probably a little bit more detailed. <clears throat> yeah, I, about, I should read the book. It's about it's Enron. Uh, that's by the by. That was the first tab I had open. I just had to the clock. book's called and the documentary's called the smartest guys in the room. Yeah, because that was the sort of description of of uh, Ken Lay and Jeff Skilling. That's right, and Andy Fairstyle. But it turns Fest, out, well, Fest, Fest, I think that's he's facile, but his name's actually Festo. As in, this motherfucker didn't learn, oh, how, to, yeah, didn't right. learn how to Festo the line. <laughs> and uh, I got who's in jail now? Kenley died in prison. I think. I think the others. Although are, there's a lot of theories that he actually is living on an island somewhere. I think a lot of the guys are out. I Jeff think, Skilling's still knocking around. I think. Nah, he walks among us. Yeah, maybe he is. He went to jail, I think, for a, maybe a tiny, he, yeah, tiny Yeah, he's bit. out. He's out. He's, he's out. out. He's out and about. And Andy? Andy's a good guy, man. Don't he was worry the about big Andy. guy. Hey, don't worry about Andy. He's all right. Now, yep. we've watched four of the movies. We're after the halfway point in our We've season. watched... This was the 30th time we've sat down with the family. 31? Yep. Nope. 
Nine plus eight is 17. Yeah. Plus seven. 24. Plus six. 30. Hmm. Interesting. I want you to tell me, first of all, what are the names of the movies, the release titles, starting at the top with the ninth film? What's it called? Fast Nine. F9. Fuck. Well, I was going to say F9, but it, was it actually released as F9? Yep. Dang. Next. The Fate of the Furious. Yep. Furious 7. Yep. Wait. Furious 7. So this one... Wait. No, that's not right, is it? Yep. So this one is Furious 6? No, mm. this one is Fast 6, I assume. I'm guessing. What Fast, is this one? Fast and Furious 6. Fast and Furious 6. I think a guy six. who's watched okay. it six times would know that by now. Now, I want you to take a guess... I've been calling it Furious 6. Across those 30 screenings in those four films. Oh, I swear it's 31, but I don't know how I've got You there. can give me the answer... In either days, minutes, or hours. How long have we been watching Fast and the Furious so far? Um, I've got to shoot from the hip because I don't want to like do math and fuck up my gut answer. So I'm going to say in hours, 18 and a half. Across, it's so low, isn't it? Across all of them. Yeah, well, I've said it now. <laughs> How, what's the actual math? What's the what if I told deal? you, Tim, that we spent, with the fate of the Furious alone, we spent 18.1 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What if I told you with F9, we spent 21 and a half hours? <laughs> Fucking hell. We just finished spending our 13th hour with Fast and Furious 6. That feels paltry by comparison, doesn't it? We have spent so far yes. in this cinematic universe yes. the sum of 4,131 minutes, otherwise known as... 80? Rounding up very slightly. Yeah. 69 hours. Six, 70 hours-ish. 69. No, rounding up from like 68.5 okay. hours. 69. 69 hours. Oof. Almost three full days. And don't you think you feel it? A little bit. It feels heavy. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've ever gone hiking in mud. Yeah. Is that sort of syrupy, energy sapping, difficulty level Boy, where it's like it's... you've been walking for a bit. And when you started off in the morning, you kicked off. You're at base camp and you're actually feeling pretty good about the day. You get that fresh air that hits you, really gets mm-hmm. in your lungs. Um, you get all strapped up. So you get your long johns off, uh, you get your shorts on. It doesn't matter what the weather is. If you're hiking, you get your shorts on. Mm. Get your coffee I have for the a theory day. That leg, a I have a theory that legs don't get cold. Yep. It's sort of, I, it's New Zealand specific maybe because there are climates in which legs do get cold. Mm-hmm. But I always say to Chelsea, legs don't get cold. Mm. She I thinks know what they, you mean. She thinks they do. I, I, I think I've felt like my legs be cold, but I kind of, I still agree with you somehow. Yeah. Uh, I think they just don't know how. Anyway, I was going somewhere with that. Yeah. So you're on, you're on the trail. Yeah, you're in shorts. You've got your pack, yeah. you know, fully laden. It's on there. You're on your way. First couple of hours is all good. But if you're trudging through the mud, that day gets long quick. Uh, yeah. Hour three, you're like, fuck. We've got six more hours of this. That's not good. Well, if, that's where I'm at with this franchise. If I could continue to um, to walk with your hiking metaphor, mm. would you also say because I, I feels I'm, unpatriotic I'm, calling I'm, it hiking? I'm looking tramping. We're I'm, in New Zealand. I'm looking to turn a page with you, and um, <coughs> our relationship to this season and this project. Yeah, because I agree, we're hiking through mud. Yeah, what if what if you know, what if we thought about the fact that, you know, the the rucksack 
or the backpack that yes. we're tramping with is is a little lighter now. We're not carrying as much food and drink as we were at the start. We're That's getting true. through our supplies. Yep. And, you know, maybe the weather's evening out a little. Maybe the mud's drying. Well, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah. And you've got 20 more episodes of us to go. It's only 15. Uh, cool. Yeah. And since you've no place to go. You can do this. And there's no rush. We've got as long as you need. Watch the show, watch the show, watch the show. <laughs> I knew you could. <laughs> I just think it was the, the the back end of F6 was it was um, killer. And 69 hours is nothing to sniff at. If anything, when I stack the hours on top of each other, I look at them and I think, look at what we've done. Look at where we are. Yeah. And so I feel as we stare down a new entry in the franchise, a new number of screenings. Five. Yeah. Easy. I just, Simple. I think we've got this. Yeah. Do you know what, Tim? Hell yeah, dude. We've got this. And Hell the next yeah, time dude. we get together to watch a movie, it's not going to be with a heavy heart. It's going to be with an open mind. Yeah, fucking A. Because we're going to be we, we're going to be heading into uh, uncharted waters. We're going to be cooking with gas. Which, did you know that that saying was made up by the gas industry? Really? How good is that? <laughs> Now you're cooking to with sell gas. gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, man. Some real Enron shit. Yeah, isn't it? I like Do you know that. what would pair well with your current um, audio book? Have you watched The Century of Self? The Adam Curtis documentary about Edward Bernays and the rise of consumerism? No. It's fucking good. <laughs> I like that name, Bernays. He was Sigmund Freud's nephew, and basically he took all of the things oh, that Sigmund told- Freud learned about human psychology and, and put it into advertising. Put it into selling products. Yeah, you told me about this guy. That's he it. got women into smoking. Yes. All kinds of cool shit, man. Oh, smoking. Does it still look good? Yeah, sadly, it does. And all the better in the face of vaping. Because uh, the, the whole thing with vaping is like, well, we, now we're going to knock out smoking. It's like, A, you didn't, and B, this looks shit. But you know what looks cool? People. <laughs> Unfortunately, cigs. Have you? I, don't, I haven't really, I haven't had access to. Do people, do people like vaping as much as, like, if you, if you were on darts and you got hooked and you got off them and you got on vapes. Yeah. I just feel like when... Everyone's had a couple of drinks or whatever. Mm. The people who are vaping or who aren't vaping but do vape, they're reaching pretty hard for a vape. The people who want to vape but aren't currently vaping? Yeah, the people who are like, you know, people who don't vape yeah, but vape, which is oh, okay. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. don't buy a vape but I'll have a vape. Yeah. yeah. Three drinks in. Yeah. They're asking around. Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugely. With intent. Yes. It's like... Yeah, and if they see one, I'm so glad I never got into smoking, eh? Because I know that I would never be able to quit if I did it. I never got into smoking. I know that about myself. I think you got a little thing there, just on your nose. Yeah, you yeah, got I it. did. It was a little bogey. Oh, good for you. Thank you. Um, a bogey? Do bogeys have nutritional value for plants? Let's find out. <laughs> what happens if the plant <laughs> gets massive? Imagine that. Just get you to come and sneeze on all my house plants for a while. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. Sigs, have you ever, like, you've never been a smoker? No. Nah. Have you, can you remember a time smoking a cigarette? 
Yeah, I smoked clove cigarettes uh, like for a day, I think. When you traveled through Thailand or what? Nah, someone came home. Weird... Someone came home with them, and I like some ha- Lamborn. How they made... put money on it? Maybe I like Shout how they out. made my lips feel because it take they take sweet. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. And I smoked. I think uh, the first time I tried um, like ecstasy, I tried a cigarette, but I hated tried the cigarette on. because um, I hadn't smoked before. And people like you know people like oh the, and if you you know like this is I sound like I'm from like the 18th century but you know like it's it used to be a thing if you took a an ecstasy pill and you had a cigarette it was like the best thing ever oh I didn't know that yeah so I tried it but I'd never learned to like smoking cigarettes in the yeah, first yeah I place. think that only works if you've got the chemical hook in yeah so it was gro- it was really gross gotcha uh, and then I'm trying so then it just ruined both things yeah it wasn't a I, good got, I got I got um, e. I got yeah I got too lightheaded. Oh yeah, okay. And I I know it from like sometimes if you if you've you've smoked weed with people and you know there's just a a joint or whatever going around yeah. that's like cut with seventy yeah, percent tobacco and yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. draw on it's it like, like it's drag. anything else and you're like yeah, you know. and it's so rude. I, and I can feel you feel well if it's theirs it's really not. <laughs> you can feel like the the heady effect immediately. You start spinning like yeah, you know. What do you think about the archives we're leaving with this podcast? You had some questions about the, um, I think, Dom Toretto that I accidentally saw. Because you use Messenger to me as your notes app for not this always, podcast. Not, not always. You did again today. Well, sometimes. But the thing is, not always. Because You're- here's my feeling about today, Guy. The movie was on. It was on a television. Mm-hmm. It was hard to watch it and to pay attention to it mm-hmm. there was a lot of gas and by the boys yeah <laughs> well i haven't seen you some, for a- some of it about furious six i often not haven't seen you for a while and there's things happening in my life there are things happening in your life um and you know someone should do a parody song it's my life bon jovi <laughs> but it's my wife and borat voice <laughs> I I fuck it. If you punch it into YouTube, that's out there. Has to be. The other thing I wanted to say, which is ancillary, but sort of cash involved. I've totally forgot. This is a tab I had open that you didn't even know about, but yeah. I have to close it down because you were like this. Yeah. I was also from when I was in Brisbane. The hotel I was was staying in was right next to the Brisbane casino. It's a fucking nice hotel room too. You sent me some photos. No, no, that was. Oh, a, where that, was that one? This, that was in Melbourne. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that yeah. was a nice. Look at you and your carbon footprint. <laughs> Look at it. I know. It doesn't matter how much I upset it. I still feel like I'm doing something bad. Uh, <coughs> Brisbane Casino, right next to the hotel. Did you go in? Well, I was like, I'm not. You know, I'm not with anyone. Yeah, boy. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Just go to bed. I went in there. Yeah. I took out a hundred Australian dollars. Yeah. And I started playing thirty dollar a hand blackjack. Cool. I won a few hands. Cool. And I thought, I'm going to get off this table while I'm hot. Nice. Went for a walk, went to a roulette table. Yeah. $50. I'd already won like, you know, I think I'd won like $90. Sweet. And I put $50 down on... um On a color? On black. Yeah, and? It's black. <laughs> then I take that $50. Your boy's like riding I, I high. I go to another roulette table. I put $50 down again on black. And? It's black. Woo-wee! I won like... <laughs> a couple I hundred remember, bucks. I a few, yeah, hundred I won bucks. like... In like 15 minutes, I was That's in and out. So I didn't even buy sick. a drink. And I, did you bail? Yeah, I just got out. My fucking man. That story rocks. And then, there, yeah, I know. And there was a guy sleeping rough and there was a drunk guy giving him a hard time. Yeah. 
so I just gave the guy who was sleeping rough like fifty dollars. That's so <laughs> sick. And then the other drunk guy started pestering me. Oh really? He's like, can I have fifty dollars? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, Fuck you were off. fucking yeah. with this guy. And then I went to bed. That rules. That's a great night. Yeah. And this whole story might have taken place in about twenty five minutes. It did. <laughs> it legit did. Like I went home to go to bed, and then I was I got the taxi could only drop me off like yeah. It was equidistant from the hotel to the casino. I was looking at it. I was like. I'm going to do this. I love that, bro. I've got this thing where like, <clears throat> if um, I think it's called a gambling addiction. <laughs> if, like, <laughs> if free money sort of falls into my lap, I don't do it anymore. Actually, I used to do it. Yeah. If, if it's kind of like, I haven't, you know, done anything to get this. I haven't earned it. I haven't worked for it, whatever. There's some money falls in my lap. Very infrequent that would happen. Have to gamble at once. Mm. To, almost to launder it. I tell you, I was actually talking to a, an Australian comic called Jared McGowan. Shout out to Jared. He's on a podcast there called The Mug Off. Fantastic podcast. Really funny. Three guys host it. Uh, three Aussie guys. They're, they get they get pretty out there. But if, you, if you've got the appetite, it's worth a listen. <laughs> All right. But they, uh, they did a live show. And they as part of the live show, they took the entire door and put it on black. On a roulette table. Oh, sick. And lost. <laughs> <laughs> good, actually. So good. That feels like that's important that that went they lost? badly. Yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. About, with them about it. Serves the entertainment of the show. Yeah. It will uh, quash anyone's little, you know, itch. No, I was talking, oh, no. I was like, you know, if, you, if the podcast gets big, you should do it again with like a big door. And he was like, yeah, that's what I want. Fucking hell. No good. So the question I had a low light this week, and I can't remember um, what it was, but I told you I was like, "This is that I hate." Oh, I know what it was: Paul Walker being a wet blanket on the boys kicking off a little bit. Mm. And I can't even remember what the boys are saying, but The Rock and Vin. Oh yeah, who's working for who? Um, so we're at the end of the movie. We're at the barbecue. It's yeah. like you know, it's been great. The Rock is like, it's been great having you working for me. And Dom Toretta goes, <laughs> I think we all know that you've been working for me. Yeah. And so the boys are about to fucking get yeah. into it, I reckon. Yeah, double alpha. And then fucking Brian O'Connor has to come in and go, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You don't like that middle management human no. resources shit. Let the boys kick what off. What do you want to see? I want to see the boys get into it. What do you want to see? What, you want to see them physically fighting? I want, want to see, see them hands. arguing? I want to see hands. Throw hands. Yes. Damn. And it was the only time it was going to happen. And Between them, at least, yeah. Brian has to come and bloody put an end to it what too is, early. Obviously Let it play out a little, a little longer. There's an, like, I get it if, you, if you're anti-violence so, and you don't want people to throw his, 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 Let's get to the point. Mia and, you know, and... Um, Jack? Jack. Is that his kid? Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> I'm fucking looking at you. What, like, what do you want to say? I know that there's an obvious favourite in this, but who's got who's got it? There's an obvious favourite. Oh, in the fight. Uh, uh, Man, does everyone I else, hate to say it, but I think Dwayne would win. Does everyone else chime in? Physically? Verbally? Nah. Oh, like verbally, for sure, for sure, for sure. But everyone's just watching. Especially Roman. Roman starts taking bets, I reckon. Roman, man. I, when I said double alpha before, I was thinking of Roman in um, <laughs> Fast 7, and yeah. I was thinking... He's That's good, a eh? good lie. He's good. He's his wisecracks. It's funny how he's grown on us, eh? It's not a shock. <coughs> Ludacris is uh, still pretty uneven. The, my low light this screening was the, and I've probably brought it up before, but when 
he's him and Roman, you know, they have a back and forth. And it just, it, the more I fall in love with Roman, the less even the sort of dynamic feels in terms of like, I don't think, I don't think Chris, ludicrous Chris Bridges can quite hang with this, you know. We, uh, and he um, says, your voice just went, is when he says, your voice went from Shaggy to Scooby Doo. Yeah. And then, which is a bad enough line. Honestly, it, it's a bad enough line. And then he does the act out of the voice yes. and it's a bad act out. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I understand if you're at an open mic and you're just trying this stuff out and you need to see if the jokes work and you've got to do the tag. Even if the setup, you're like, the setup doesn't work. Big guy Montgomery wins a couple of awards. Now he's gatekeeping who gets to do comedy in Hollywood movies. I, you've changed, bro. I am gatekeeping. And if that, if I ever get my hands on that file, I'm going to digitally alter it. <laughs> I'm either going to change the gag or edit the joke out. Every movie I watch, I'm going to get my fingers on and I'm going to edit out all the jokes that don't amuse me. You've really got my gears spinning with this ABBA hologram show yeah. chatter, bro. Because I'm thinking, you know, there's uh, so as we record, there's still the writer's strike and actor's strike, I think, yeah. as well in Hollywood right now. They're stricken. Uh, they're both stricken with <laughs> chasing down better working conditions Yeah, and, and contractual agreements. And... Um, I find your it does feel me if I was the CEO. This is what I'd say. I find your argument to be quite striking, (laughs) and then walk out, (laughs) not negotiate with anyone, (laughs) and then they'd be like, "What the fuck was that?" (laughs) And in my head, I'd be like, "See, I can do this without you." (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. 
all this shit about like i don't know getting people's <laughs> representation digitally and then they can just throw it at anything yeah it's, it's this feels redundant to even say out loud at this point Feels kind of yuck. Yeah. But I didn't realize how kind of possible it was I know. in a legal I, I, sense, I, I not know. just a tech sense. Because I, I think right now the such as like background actors can get a day rate. So they'll go in and get paid 500 bucks to get their face and body scanned into a 3 And then they're scanner. in every movie forever. Yeah. And, and that apparently is legal at the moment. That's Un, fucking Unto crazy. us a star is born. I totally agree. It does feel a bit like these guys read the fine print like at the last moment when it was still... Like, it, Bro, do you know what would be crazy? Sorry to interrupt. No, don't. Imagine if theatre got big again as a result of all of this. People were like, you know what? I want to see people acting and I can't trust anything I observe on a screen anymore. uh, Let's go to the theatre. It's not impossible. I sort of, you know, there is a part of me, sorry to talk about comedy again, that does feel, this impacts everyone. But insulated to an extent where it's like live comedy you know, it's it's never been, it's never will be or has been as big as movies or, you know, TV or any of that stuff. Like it's yeah. a very niche entertainment stream, but also it feels a little bit more protected or like it's it's a further reach. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. You know, the, the, the relationship between audience and performer. You, can, you can't rip off comedians as easily as you but can actors. I, I mean, comedian, it's because we write our own shit. Well, but so a lot of comedians are using... AI is a writing t- writing oh, now. Yuck. I think is that true? I think so. Yuck. Or good. I don't fucking know. Well, that, yeah, my default is yuck. That's the other one, and I'm sure we've already covered it. But I, I think, like you know, is it going to be snobby? Are we going to be? Is it going to be elitist? To I think it'll just to, be old. We're just, we're just to, the old. They're like, oh, you don't believe that fucking robots chat can, GPT yeah. can punch up your jokes, fucking grandpas, and we'll be like. Back in my day, you got a pencil and a notebook. Yeah. Do you and think? You. Do you think like when say you're doing stand-up comedy in forty years, it's like a feature Christ of alive. how you're advertising it? At age seventy-six. That's right. You're just Tim's a, still running a couple open mics. <laughs> no, no, you're hitting your stride. You're selling out arenas. <laughs> you think in the advertising materials, it's like either in big lettering or little lettering. Yeah, he writes his own jokes or all jokes. Oh are, my god, are human created, AI free. Yeah, certified free range of yeah, yeah. comedy. Yeah. Is that going to happen? Um, I don't know. Well, it's impossible to kind of like prove. So if, if that became a thing, people would just use AI and say they didn't. Mm. Well, it's not, you know, like Volkswagen was saying like all of the, you know, like it's not. Oh, like our emissions are good. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can lie. <laughs> Jokes. You can lie about anything. Yeah, yeah. You can lie true. about this shit. Well, yeah, I guess so. It's sort of an, um, a slightly imperfect analogy. I get what you're saying. But someone just measured them and were like, wait a minute, Volkswagen's full of shit. Yeah. You can't measure it with, a, with comedy very easily. But you know, you they, they knew they were lying. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would Dominic Toretto vote for? Upcoming election? Yeah. So are we presuming it's Biden Trump again? No. Nope. Oh. He, he's like, he could be on the grass. He could be grassroots. He could be talking about. Oh, he's voting Green Party. Is he? Yeah. Um, Toretto. His, what the fuck's his name? That's so bad that I've forgotten. It's gone out of my head. Doctor. Oh, my God. I can see him so visibly in my head. He's like a very prominent black academic and active, like lifelong activist. Cornell West. He's Man. voting Dr. Cornell West. Damn. Is the family voting with him? The family do not know that he's voted for the great he's not screaming it from the rooftop there's no stickers there's no sign on the yard like dom is a guy who who 
he's he goes through life super neutral. He's like um, Letterman, I think. Would ne- I mean, lots of people in America, but you know, yeah. public figures wouldn't say who they vote for, yeah. so they don't want to offend anyone. And yeah. I think Dom's in that space. Yeah. But he's voting for Dr. Cornell West Damn. in this upcoming election. Who's The Rock voting for? The Rock is telling everyone he's voting for Biden and in the booth. He's he's going he's going Republicans, he's going Trump. And is that because of a genuinely held political belief that he has, or is that because he, he thinks wants the that chaos. Another, he wants he desires the chaos. Because he's he bored. Thinks, okay. He's so rich. Do you think it's in he service? wants a tax cut and he wants chaos because he knows that he won't be one of the people in the meat grinders of the policy decisions oh, wow. that get brought that in. That is so sinister. That's more is that more or less sinister? than him doing that because he wants to create chaos so that he can emerge as like a shining beacon of hope or oh, unity. Yeah, that's probably in the mix a little bit as well. But if, say, yeah, those, true. Say, say those are two independent... He's pouring gasoline on the fire yeah. so he can come in and be the firefighter, which I am convinced is a thing that happens a lot in the volunteer fire brigade. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch those fucking guys, man. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all the, heroes and all of that, but one out. in 20 are starting a few of those fires. They're around the country. Look out. Look out for Darren, man. He's up around. He's got a glint in his eye and a gasoline canister in his trunk. I understand. And a Zippo in his pocket. It's been a big summer for fires in the Northern Hemisphere. Woof. Yeah. It's a hot summer out there. Who knows why? <laughs> yeah. It's hard, it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah. Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana actually wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> Santana is kind of like um, Santana. Santana? Santana, Santana. What would you say from the? Well, game? you, just you said say Santana and I say Santana. <laughs> <laughs> you say banana and I say banana. Santana, Santana, banana. He's done. He's done banana. shit with everyone, eh? Man, it's a hot one tonight. I'd like to dedicate this episode to Paul Rubens, R.I.P. We don't normally talk about like topical things happening in the world on the pod, but um, we've just done a shitload away. of them. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so let's add it on the pile. That's what we should be watching. Peewee's Playhouse? Big Adventure. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a... Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep. Man. He, he got, was really he creative. Got, yeah. A true he got, original. He got tarred with an unnecessarily harsh brush. It was so shit, man. It was so shit. Yeah. Do you know he was the... If jerking off's a crime, then I'm innocent, baby. Because, <laughs> because I've never touched myself. Do you know he was the voice of the ship in Flight of the Navigator? I don't even know if you know that movie. It came out in like 1987. No. It was one of those classic family movies that heaps no. of people have on VHS. I don't think he's even credited. In wow. It, but it's him. That's a cool movie when you when someone's like a big role or yeah. something meaty and they're yeah. like, nah, nah, leave it out. Don't worry about it's it. It's all good. Don't worry about it. So my shining light for this watch of Fast 6, this is unprecedented because... You're not supposed to do this in Worst Idea, and I don't think I've... Well, I probably have done it before, but I'm kind of going to double dip on something I've already brought up. Yeah. The guy playing the guy yeah. who works for sure, who's in the prison, mm-hmm. who... The Vin Diesel lookalike No, 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 no. When Brian gets put into the pen... Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he actually ends up stabbing the guy a few gonna, times. I think we're going to be seeing a little more of him. I fucking hope so. I don't think we get his name in this flick at all. No, we do. Oh, no. They say who he's... They say because... Oh, fuck. It's like, who's that? And then Brian's like, Brian put him Guy, we've bus. watched this half a dozen times. Yeah. Fuck. That's so embarrassing. Hey, this, this Zoom model is an F6. 
Yep. <laughs> well done, you. Thanks. And that the car zoom. That whole scene is my shining light. That guy's performance is my shining light. Like I've I've named before the moment where Brian says, um, uh, I, oh, I'll fuck up the exact uh, way he says, but he's like, man, if this door wasn't between us. Yeah. And then he just looks to his boy because he's got two henchmen, does a little nod and the door immediately just slides open of the prison you know cell what? that Brian's in. Such a great moment. But that whole scene is my shining light because that guy fucking is good at acting can i describe what this is like this is like fuck we keep going out for a meal yeah and you don't like the restaurant yeah but you've found a little thing on the menu that you're like well you know what i don't like the restaurant but if i just order this pasta dish this specific actually this fettuccine this chicken fettuccine is the and it's not you know if you got served that chicken fettuccine in a different restaurant you might look at it differently maybe but in this setting that's true actually if i was in a better restaurant and i and they brought out that chicken fettuccine i'd be like it was fine yeah but in that denny's yeah you're like i'm like this excels yeah i don't know who the pasta chef is at this denny's like this pasta an oscar (laughs) (laughs) you got a shining light guy (laughs) We'll get to it. Oh, how much longer do you think we've got? I don't know. How much longer do we have? Not long. Well, I just want to talk about because you got obsessed <laughs> with describing the tank as being birthed and born. <laughs> I was, can I be honest? I was trying to pull you out of your cell phone because I think you were doing all the math at that exact moment on how long we've been watching I'd run all some the numbers. movies. I was watching you just on your phone. I was like, you hey, know, look, you can, I a tank being check, born. You can check what I was writing. Yeah. I wrote this. In my message to you, beautiful fuck, on my messenger service. Is that what I'm listed as in your messenger? It says, unto us a tank is born. (laughs) That's what it says. (laughs) And then it says, so, you know, and I'll qualify this before I read exactly the quote. But, you know, in um, biology, that like a mule, I think it is, a mule... Can't procreate with another mule successfully. Yeah, a mule is not born of two mules. It's a genetic cul-de-sac. It's, it's born a of a, a horse donkey. and a donkey. And I was going to say to you, because that was after I wrote Antoine's a tank is born, I thought the same way that they make a mule, I actually wrote an ass, but I think a mule is that. What two vehicles must procreate to make a tank? I love that question. I knew you would. So you think I'm dicking around? I'm out here. I don't. I don't. I've got faith in you. I've known you long enough. I know when you're cooking. Yeah. And that's why I didn't... At that moment, I knew you were cooking. I knew you were in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'd like... I wanted you to pay more attention to the movie. But I knew you were working on something good. I was working A chicken on fettuccine, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Are, yeah. I don't know a vehicle that has a... Uh, what is it called? Spout. A barrel? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a barrel of a cannon. A straw? Oh, it's a cannon. Oh, yeah. A cannon fucks a... Nothing else has the tracks of a tank. No. A tractor. It's a fucking... That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a cannon... Do you know what? And a tractor have sex, and that makes a tank. I'm so happy. I've- <laughs> <laughs> who's... 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 um, What's going where? I Can mean, I tell you what a I pretty think? natural... You're going... The cannon's fucking the tractor's exhaust pipe. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Hell of an exhaust, it, though. Does it go inside the exhaust? I don't or think does it, it could. Yeah, it goes a over the exhaust. I don't know about that. 
It'd, yeah, it'd, it's like a finger trap. It'd be a whole scene. It'd be a whole bloody scene, mate. I tell you that. You got this. I don't so, think about you know legit- what? You got this so fast, and I just totally agree. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get into the. I don't think they procreate the same way we do. Mm. I think they have a, a different kind of procreate. You know, like how fish mm-hmm. kind of just like expel millions of eggs, and then male fish come and like inseminate them. Mm. <laughs> it's something like that Yeah That egg stuff <laughs> That egg stuff's wild That eh? egg stuff's crazy It's so inefficient From an energy point of view That these fish have to like Make millions all these of eggs, eggs And then And then these male fish Just come and like Sprages over them And hope for the best Plus they've made caviar That shit's gotta be so good If you're a shark And you're like Don't mind if I do Yeah what do you think Caviar costs in the ocean what do you think the currency is in the ocean? Shells. <laughs> no, it can't be because there's too many. There'd be too much cash lying around. That'd be like someone. That'd be like using skin as your currency. <laughs> no, it's not skin. No, because like you know, shellfish, rocks. What was the first currency? Well, I mean, shells is sort of I think the early one that people talk about. Really? Yeah. Because there, I think there were like. Um, what I think old anthropologists would call primitive cultures, which I would disagree with that terminology, but we'll use it for because yeah. it's useful. What would you call them? Well, like unfucked with, yeah. <laughs> different. Yeah. <laughs> um, that maybe they, I don't know, like probably Europeans came upon them in the 18th century or something and they were, they were using, or they found evidence maybe of them using shells to transact while we're here can you tell me why do you know where i read that in a in a book about that was that book debt the first five thousand years uh, i remember so little of that book and it took me so long to read it by the time i got to the end couldn't remember a damn thing well you might be able to answer this if if someone bought a mint and just printed a bunch of money Mm. why is that bad they just just went around and gave it out to people because well the money is supposed to like represent value but if you can just keep producing it it diminishes the the sort of value so i'm of listening currency. to this book about this up-and-coming business, business <laughs> yeah it's called enron yeah and it seems like if you can just accrue as much money as possible by whatever means necessary it's kind of like okay i haven't tried to ever do this out loud but should i give it an attempt please we buy a coffee machine so let's say this cup this yeah. coffee cup is worth um 10 coffee beans Okay. But then so, if I just keep making more coffee beans, so yeah. there's like tons of coffee beans. So let's say there's one cup and there's 10 coffee beans. Yeah. So they're like equivalent. That's a fair trade. I don't think I'm going to pull this off. No, no, no. I'm, I'm here. I'll give you 10 coffee beans for that cup. And you know that I've only got 10 coffee beans. Yeah, I don't know how to land the plane on this. <laughs> Suddenly I've got like 50 coffee beans. You do. You've still got one cup. Yeah. I don't know how. What's the value of the cup? Yeah, the cup. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. (laughs) Something, something inflation. (laughs) How long did it take you to read that book? (laughs) That wasn't from that book. But it's like when you don't increase the value of the things that are being traded, but you do increase the uh, supply of the the currency that Mm. represents it, then the whole thing gets out of whack. And that's that's how you can get inflation running away with you. I wish I had a, a better, like, fundamental understanding nah, of that mechanic, nah. but it's, uh, you know, the starting point is something like what I described. There'll be people absolutely spewing listening yeah, to this podcast. Then there'll be people Go, like you me. fucking idiot. 
Guess be, what? I didn't go to university, bro. Yeah. There are people like me who Leave are like, me alone. Damn. Damn, my boy's Tim, Tim's pretty bright. <laughs> so if, if I go out and I bring you back 50 coffee beans, can I have that cup? Absolutely. It's yours. My shining light? Yeah. We're at the car auction. It's I'm a there. scene that always draws me in. Who are it's we? A, we are Dwayne The Rock Johnson and... Chris Ludacris, Chris Bridges and Smarmy Brit, who we think owns his own home in London. In the background, there's a guy. He's got long hair. He's got a little beard. He's got sunglasses. He's just having a day out. Yep. He's on the bottom left. I can't remember whose frame it is. I think it's Ludacris's I frame. Think that's right, yep. We actually don't get that much of him, and he doesn't. Do How many any- frames would you estimate? I estimate. I, I reckon I spent probably six to seven seconds looking at this guy, and I was just looking at him, and I wasn't looking at him as an actor. I was looking at him, which is you know testament to the extra and probably where my brain was at as well. But I was looking at him as like a guy with a lot of money in London at this car auction, out with his mates. You know, sometimes you look at people and you see the totality of your, their life. Mm-hmm. You see all of the aches and agonies and sort of anxieties and all of the struggles that, you know, everyone carries through a human life. And then sometimes you look at people and you're like, God, it looks good. That's what, that's how I felt when I looked at him. I was like, this guy's just having a good day. Whoa. And um, I mean, you know, what's how many coffee beans is it to buy that feeling, Tim? <laughs> you tell me, brother. I couldn't. Fuck. Well, I'll Did, tell you what. Yeah. That's the end of the Furious Six chapter of our lives. Well, let's fucking let's let's be proud of ourselves. Let's carry yeah. these backpacks lighter. Let's yep. look under the, the the horizon for yeah. a, a fresh dawn, some sun. Let's feel that mud dry out beneath our feet. Yeah. Let's clean our boots. Let's wear our shorts. Let's put on blister blockers on the relevant parts of our feet and toes, and let us continue our trudge towards Mecca. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.